0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Building PA podcast, a podcast dedicated and recorded for and by the construction professionals of the great state of Pennsylvania. I am John O'Brien from the Keystone Contractors Association. I'm joined by uh, Chris Martin, as always. Chris, how are we doing? Good, John. Uh, This is Chris Martin with Atlas
1: Marketing, and we tell stories for people who build things, so this podcast is right down our alley. And uh, looking forward to our conversation today, John.
0: Yeah, today be a good one. Today is, uh, let's just say, uh, I think it's one of my favorite topics. Please don't tell the and all the construction contract talks or all the accountants this, but uh, I personally like safety a lot more than those those other topics. But regardless, all the topics are important. But anyways, you know, safety is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Everything's important, right? Everything's important. Yeah. That's absolutely. right. But nothing beats, you know, just talking safety and talking how to build a safety culture. We've been really uh, beating that drum a lot as far as building a safety culture. And yes. I know I've, yeah, I've really enjoyed all the discussions. And, and today we have another exciting uh, discussion about building the safety culture. We are, are honored and uh, extremely excited to welcome today's guest, one of Pittsburgh's favorite sons, Mr. Rocky <laughs> Blyer.
2: How we doing, Rob? Yeah. Hey, John. Yeah. Very nice to ha- uh, be with you and uh, Chris. Uh, and thanks for having me on the on the podcast. Uh, and uh, yeah, safety, as you well know, I mean, safety becomes very important, uh, and it's very important within this industry um, because we are in a risk. Uh, industry uh, things happened uh, if you're not paying attention and so um, uh, it's uh, it's it's a great topic to start with um, and I, I'm i happy to be on your show
0: awesome we're glad mm-hmm. to have you yeah thank great. you for joining us well I say we jump right in and just start talking safety so uh, how, how do you build safety <laughs> culture at your company Rob?
2: Well, you know, I mean, I wanted just uh, for your listeners to understand, you know, how yeah, how I got into this business, mm-hmm. which was it's been 16 years um, since uh, we started uh, uh, this construction company. And um, because of an opportunity that existed, and I just want people to understand it, I, I did not come out of the construction industry, so to speak. Um, I did not uh, have an engineering degree Uh, As they say, Um, but I came in as an owner uh, because of an opportunity that existed uh, back or started I should say back in 2004 and that was a set-aside for the government Uh, was a service disabled uh, veteran-owned small business set-aside and primarily focusing within the VA system Uh, and so um, It's been a wonderful experience over these Years, some people ask me why I ever got into the construction business. You know, I said, "Well, I was a football player. I'm not real bright. I got hit a lot, but I thought it was, I thought it was." I thought it was a a, a a great opportunity uh uh and, and a great field of, of, of people. Uh and as I have evolved over the last sixteen years, but as this industry has evolved, what becomes more important um than anything else is the safety. The safety of your people, the safety of, of, of the workspace. Um and uh, uh and to to at least Uh, Reduce the risks that we take uh, every day when you're when you're on a job, no matter what that job might be. So uh, that has been, uh, you know, that that, that's that's how we got started, and that's been my experience. And so, our our you know our policy, like everybody else's policy, has evolved because I think from a leadership point of view and from my point of view, is that. I want to be, I want my people to be safe you know and they have families they have loved ones um, and the worst thing that you would want to do is pick up a phone and say there's an accident or that uh, you've been hurt on the job and or whatever might have taken place um, and you know when it really boils down to is you know a continuous education obviously uh, within the workplace but it really starts from ownership down through people uh, through your project managers, uh, your senior management uh, to superintendents on a consistent basis of what you believe and what 's important uh, and how to run a job and as as a, a, a as a general contractor um, as a construction manager, that becomes our responsibility. so what you set in tone really is an offset of your subcontractors as well for the people on the job and so if i can you know constantly um have my superintendents and my project managers understand the the, the need for safety and constantly um, upgrade their education and, and uh, refresh their memory on, on, on safety policies, as we do uh, all the time, is that it'll eventually get to the work site. And this is how we run our work site. And this becomes our... Um, our our model or or how we do work here and so eventually um, you know people buy into um, that kind of leadership and that kind of direction because everybody really wants direction and 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 um, and and they want to be safe and so it's that constant reminder that becomes very important
1: Rocky you you mentioned that, that your policies evolved over time. Uh, can you t- tell us a little bit about that evolution, and, and what what do you see as the biggest change that forced you to evolve?
2: Well, you know, I think that you know, so you know, so the the especially. In our case, and that is working with the federal government, and I said, as within the VA, uh, uh, and then within healthcare. So there becomes not only the safety of your workforce, uh, but the safety of patients, of doctors, of nurses, uh, uh, and making sure that um, you are controlling the environment. Uh, that, uh, you are up to ICRA, uh, and, and, um, uh, and handling a, a whole situation. So. You know you, uh, you uh, sometimes you <laughs> you don't think about the need of other people uh, and especially in this case um, um uh, patients so it it for us it is from the get go it's always been an educational point of view of a contractor sometimes a subcontractor you know coming off a uh, um, a, a work job site you know that um, doesn't doesn't affect other people um, you know so you get a lack of, 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 of what needs to be done you just do it the way you've done it in the past uh, without uh, without thinking about uh, what dust can do uh, what infection can do and uh, controlling the environment so that helped us that helped us to educate then over a period of time as um, the the uh, uh, construction uh, industry uh, uh, within the, that culture um, uh, coming to reinforce um, what needs to be done within the workplace. So, uh, so that was our that, that was from from the get go. That was something we had to learn. Uh, as that evolved and over these sixteen years, uh, a lot has involved uh Within the training safety training uh, within uh the culture um of uh, of the industry uh and and just you know using using one's common sense of what needs to be done. So rather than being you know the uh, the 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 tough guy or the contractor out there or or you know i'll get this job done and we'll get it done the way we do it in the past, you know that has now that has now changed, and the mentality has changed along the way.
1: The thing I like about that is is that you're evolving with your clients uh, most contractors, like you just said, don't take that that initiative um and i and I would imagine too with the icra. And uh, the hospital settings and, and those type of uh, locations that your your folks are in, you have to adjust. You have to evolve, and, and that's that's great to hear because most people don't do that. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. That's
2: right. Yeah, but it's a you know, and it's a continuous um, um, educational process, uh, and it's and a lot of times, and it's just you know, sometimes it's boring, but it's just that uh, renewal of going over um, or developing a safety culture uh, in in, in how how you do it. So, um, you know, so we have safety training, um, you know, once a month everybody goes through that um, as well. We have support. Through um, uh, the, the construction industry, um, that uh, that has classes just as well. Uh, but you really, as a as a contractor or as an owner, you know, it uh, you need to take that responsibility and make sure that your people are, um, you know, on on the same wavelength that that you are. Um, and so, because it's all a reflection of the kind of job you do and the. Uh, the company that you work for, and, 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 and that your people know that uh, you have their best interest at heart to begin with, um, and to be able to finish the, 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 that project uh, without any incidents of, uh, of injury.
0: Yes, yeah, so early on you mentioned about subs, and you know the subcontractors on your on your projects. They they build up and they make up your team, and you know your. Safety award-winning construction company, so you know something about Good. getting the winning teams together, and and also from your past, from the Fighting Irish days and the Steeler days, those were winning teams as well. Are, are you able to pull some experiences from your past to help influence you know, your job sites and your overall team and building a safety culture? Are you you able know. To- it,
2: it- yeah i i I do I, 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 because I think you know we are a product of our environment. We' are a product of what we learn and who we learn it from all the way through from teachers and mentors and coaches, um, you know to uh, <laughs> to being in the military with a drill sergeant, um, to being on a job uh, and uh, as a as an as a apprentice. Um, or as a laborer in working with the superintendent, you know, all those build Who you are so in my case specifically, you know And I, I I've had great mentors and coaches along the way, you know, who've had a, a, a Certain impact um, on on your thinking and in your belief But then also spending the greater amount of my time within the Steeler organization uh, and you think of and I and I do You know, think about that impact and how that organization was run. So, you know, you take the history of the Steelers, and not to talk football, but you got 40 years of losing, 40 years of same old Steelers, 40 years of, of, uh, well, uh, maybe next year we'll things will change, um, of kind of doing it, the, you know, uh, 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 the old way and, you know, and hoping that we can win. Uh, ultimately, it changes, and it changes because of, of, of leadership, and it changes when Chuck Knoll comes, and he comes mm-hmm. with a certain demeanor, and he comes with a plan, he comes with an organization, uh, and a belief on how a, a, a team should be run. In that, it also comes with the uh, uh, what direct uh, lineation of, of, of control or power. So owners, the Roonies, um, did owner business, okay? Chuck Knoll did football business. So there was only you know one person that talked. That was Chuck Knoll. He made decisions on the team of who was going to be cut with the input of everybody else and or was going to make the team with the input of everybody else and what kind of offense or defense, but he was the pivotal person in that. So as I look at it from an ownership point of view, my responsibility is to do owner business And that is make sure the contracts are good. That we have people on the right side that we're up on our safety. um, That we're doing. uh, We have the right equipment. We got the right people. uh, And analyzing the people, setting up uh, uh, safety programs. And in in this case, the understanding that down the line, uh, I can I'm as only good as the players that I have, or the people. That I have, and so it's my responsibility to be able to take care of them and give them all the tools that they can do to be able to uh, get their job done, uh, and to understand that you know work is work, and, but it's not a consumption. You know, so you do have families. And you need to take care of your family, and you need to spend time with your family as well. And you don't work, uh, uh, and I don't demand you to work twelve hours a day, you know, six days a week. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't help uh, the the situation um, at, at the workplace. So you you go, okay, fine, you know, you get your job done, do it safely, you know, keep people will be on, we, we we have a schedule. This is how we're going to get it done, you know, and we stay with the schedule. We handle owner problems when it is and when it needs to be. I will come on board and talk uh, from owner to owner uh, and uh, it, it get everything settled up. But, you know, and that and so that kind, of a, that kind of a culture, and I have to say, and that kind of a mentality of thinking um, is uh, it came from my experiences, you know, playing with the Steelers all those many years and then thereafter.
1: I, I like that, Rocky, because everybody can understand that, even if you've never been involved with a sports team or, or anything. So thanks for that. That's, that's really helpful. But c- can you share with our listeners some, some lessons that you've learned through, through the business uh, safety-related? You know, there are some other ones that um, maybe from a job site that went well um, and safety was a was a real key, uh, or maybe there were some others that that didn't go so well, and you know you had to learn from.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it, it it's always it's always I mean it's easy for me to sit here on a pedestal to talk about you know how things are when I'm not always uh, on the job site, okay? And so I know that on the job site decisions are made quickly. Decisions happen uh, to expedite either a situation and/or a job, or a moment that comes when we can take advantage of an opportunity. And sometimes, in the, those regards, you you, you 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 cut corners, or you you, you would like to cut corners. Um, and ultimately, you know, you, it comes back to kick you in the butt. Um, sometimes, <laughs> or if you're if you're if you're lucky, you get through with it, and, and you, know, you hope that it never happens again. You know, and I'm I'm not naive to know that that doesn't happen. And so the only thing that we can do, I mean, the only thing that we can do is to uh, is to make sure that just, you know, let's let's use common sense and reason why what we do is what we do. Uh, You know, there is just. Uh, I, 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 circumstances that that it that had happened you know where you didn 't lock a gate you know because you were going to come back out you know it 's a yeah. secured area, and we were doing a job uh, at, uh, at, a facility, uh, at, at at a facility at at v a hospital and uh, the gate was left uh, left open uh, and ultimately a patient wandered through the an open gate to take a shortcut uh, into uh, Um, into the hospital. Fortunately, nothing happened, but something could have, you know, and it's just, it's that little, you know, it's that kind of incident that could have blown up. Somebody could have really gotten hurt uh, or fall or re-injured themselves um, just because you thought, well, it's not going to happen or I'm only going to be here 10 minutes and I'll get right back out. So it's that kind of situation where you need to go. All right, fine. Whether it's a pain in the butt and it's going to take a little longer, I need to, I need just to double check or 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 um, uh, lock the gate. Uh, and um, no matter how I may feel about it, only because something like as simple as that can happen and you didn't expect it to.
0: Awesome response, sir. This is so cool talking. Safety with Rocky Blyer, building the safety culture with Number 20 himself. You know, good <laughs> 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 stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think Chris has one more question here. What advice
1: would you give to you know the younger younger generation who are coming into construction, and and what what do you see as some of the some of the challenges they may face f- from that safety perspective?
2: Um. You know some of the advice you know some of the advice from young people and and you know and not to uh, is 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 don't think you know it all one (laughs) and secondly uh, listen to your um, immediate supervisor um, and or people that have been around um, and and learn from and learn from them it's somewhat it's you know somewhat it's like in the military okay yeah. uh and is, is that <laughs> you got you got a uh, young lieutenant uh that now all of a sudden is a, a, a second lieutenant um, uh, a, and he's now responsible because of his position but has only been in the um in, in the military Maybe a ROTC guy that came out of college, and then he's, uh, he's he becomes a second lieutenant on active duty. But now he's got some responsibility, uh, and but he doesn't know anything. Okay, he doesn't know anything. Um, and so, rather than thinking, "Hey, I'm a second lieutenant. You know, it's my responsibility to do this," is it's much easier to sit back and listen to a uh, 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 to a first sergeant. Who's been in uh, the military for 15, 16 years? Who's kind of been through it? Uh, understands, you know, the needs, and you learn, and and you learn from them. And uh, even though uh, it, uh, it, it it may not be your responsibility, but then you go, okay, fine, you know, you learn from those kind of people. So young people coming in, and it's it, it's it's really finding a mentor, finding somebody on the job that. Uh, that you can identify with. Part of my responsibility in hiring people is to make sure that their personality is one of being able to educate, to teach, uh, to kind of mentor, uh, young people uh, as they come in um, uh, and and on the job whether they're 19 20 years old um, trying to find their way or, or, or trying to get a foothold in the uh, as a carpenter or uh, an iron worker or whatever it might be and 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 they need to learn so um, that 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 becomes, that becomes very important to us here in a, in a small business that we have.
1: You know, Rock, you, I think you hit it right on the head there, too. Um, mentoring is so important. Uh, we've had some other folks on in some previous podcasts and some other discussions that talked about that through ACE mentoring and, and, and those type of things. So thanks for, thanks for emphasizing that. Um, my last question for you, Rock, because I know you've got plenty of things to do. Um, what are some of the the outside resources that, that you and, and your team uh, rely on for safety training and education and um, more of the outside sources that you're using to help make sure that your guys get home at night safely?
2: Well, you guys are an outside source, <laughs> you know, as an organization. <laughs> Uh, and and the programs that you have uh, that uh, that we uh, rely on um, uh, here in, in, uh, in Pittsburgh down at the Union Hall uh, constantly safety programs that that, that take place we um, uh, we have uh, as I said before we have safety meetings uh, um, here um and we we use a firm called East Coast uh, Risk Management, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we continuously have our people come in, and uh, as I said, once a month they uh, go over safety programs. Just and it's and it's just you know it's it's just that continuation of reinforcement of uh, of what the program is all about maybe maybe some new ideas that come in things that you might have forgotten things of common sense just to remember of um, uh, being able to you know uh, um, make sure that if you're on, if you're going up the ladder, if you're on the roof, that you're that you're buckled in, you know, that you got a safety harness. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and when you're exiting, I mean, so it's it's those things that sometimes you take for granted, but it's just that constant reminder. So uh, the associations have been terrific in helping us. Um, establish those, and we get our people, as I said, go to those, and uh, and uh, as well as uh, East Coast, um, helping us uh, stay in tune of uh, of what what is taking places, and if anything is changing in the in the safety. But it's just that that it's just that constant reminder of of things that uh, you got to think about. It's
0: yeah. so true. There's so much going on in life, and you need that constant reminder. That's that's so true. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rock, I'm pretty sure you've got some rings to go uh, shine or something, uh, you know, to keep things moving on your end. So I I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the time to talk with us, especially about such an important topic. Um, I know the the listeners of the Building PA podcast will be happy, and uh, more to come, too.
2: Yeah, thanks, Rocky. well. Thanks for having me, and you're doing a wonderful job. And, and I just, it just was a pleasure being on, on, on with you guys. And so, good luck and continuation. And hopefully, we get back um, and we'll talk about another topic sometime later on.
1: It, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, sir. Well, thank you okay. again. And uh, more episodes coming from the Building PA podcast. So, stay tuned.